listening to the podcast 82488. Straight into the fluorescent lights. These lights were strong, and I feared that if each stared long enough, he would burn through his retina and blind himself like one of those tragic heroes like Icarus. Hey, Reese. Reese, look over here, please. Fun fact, he said, not looking over and continuing to blanch his eyeballs. I'm still a hundred thou in debt, accruing sixty dollars of interest a day. And that was a selection from today's novel, Joan is Okay, by author Waiki Wang. Page 8. Madeline asked if I wanted some gum, and it seemed we all did. So we passed the gum packet around and discussed the fresh minty flavor. She asked if I wanted the rest of the pack. International flights were long. How long exactly? I said 16 hours, to which Reese replied, shit. I was surprised that neither asked where in China I was going. The country was huge, and much of it rural. Google Maps didn't work there, but there were only two cities most people knew about, and I was going not to the capital, but the other one by the sea. I met my only brother at JFK later that night, eight years older. He was in what they he called the new and fit middle age. It meant didn't matter to him what age I was. 36. I was younger, would always be, and he liked to tell me what to do. Fung was rich now, his Connecticut house massive. Since he had arranged to travel, we boarded, we boarded first class, where I had a small room by myself. My seat the size of a one-person L-shaped sectional, with a divider to my left that pulled open and closed for the hour before takeoff. My brother visited me in my room to talk about how great first-class amenities were, the meals and the service, different options of heated blankets, ability to recline and lie down, the El Hockadane bathroom kit, pajamas with red piping, things our father never had nor could appreciate. Because he grew up in a village, I said. It wasn't a village, Fang said. A small town in the countryside, yes, but not a village. Don't talk about things you don't understand. Page 24. The entrance had an enormous black awning with ornate black grass all around. The awning was the width of the sidewalk and, from a distance, reminded me of a comically long brim on a comically tall cap. Building amenities included a 24-hour doorman and the weekday one, the head doorman who called tenants Miss, Mrs., Mr., called me Miss Joanna. I liked that name. I didn't mind being her, but since the day that I left for China, I felt new friction between us. In the lobby,
lobby that day, he saw me with a small suitcase and said I looked particularly well. Where's the vacation, he asked. Where's the beach? I told him about my father, which prompted him to take off his captain's hat and hold it solemnly against his chest. I'd never seen the doorman Atlas and learned in that moment that he was bald. Miss Joanna, what a terrible thing to lose a father so young. I said I wasn't that long young. Devastating. I'm very sorry. I said he didn't need to apologize. How could he have known? An awkward five minutes went by. Then my airport car came and I got in. After my return, to avoid more awkward interactions with the doorman, I'd been entering and exiting the building through the back door with no awning. But what I had forgotten was the doorman's security camera access and his attention to details. 6'4", 210 pounds, he was waiting for me in the back and stood up to acknowledge me polite and well-spoken, but I often wished that he was polite and well-spoken to someone else and I could just admire from the side. Page 88. Moving into a shared office space has taught me that some people required more encouragement, water, and sun. Some people were just like plants. Instead, I said why? Had the director reprimanded him? No, not quite. But he hadn't said anything positive. No news is good news. I reminded him and that excess praise could stunt a person. For once, Reese was quiet and staring up at the ceiling, straight into the fluorescent lights. These lights were strong, and I feared that if he stared long enough, he would burn through his retina and blind himself like one of those tragic heroes like Icarus. Hey, Reese, Reese, look over here, please. Fun fact, he said, not looking over and continuing to blanch his eyeballs. I'm still a hundred thou in debt, accruing $60 of interest a day. What I really need is a raise and I'm not happy about yours. The director brought it up, actually kept mentioning your schedule this month and last as exemplary. But it's not like I haven't been working. I've worked all of my shifts, except for the one that we traded that you didn't want me to pay you back for. Outside of national holidays, when do I ever shirk duties? I don't do nights because I need my sleep, and I'm far more to senior to be working shifts reserved for newcomers or people who function well at night. After I explained all this to the director, he still didn't seem too convinced. I said he could force me to work nights, but it truly wouldn't be in the best interest of the patients. I'm not Joan, I said, nor do I try to be. I'm my own person and at peace with what works best for me. But should that mean that I go unrecognized? Does that mean I should keep getting passed over? The end. Joan is okay.
books on the website, 82488.com. That's numbers 8, 